Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome. This is Wendy B, and I am a solution coach. I start this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes you extraordinary is sometimes the adversity you have lived through and who you have become, regardless of those circumstances. I believe that you have the ability to thrive, not just survive. You will get coached on solutions, how to get unstuck in your life in the areas that you are dealing with and the areas that are important to you. I have over 30 years of practical experience of coaching, leading, as well as attending transformational workshops. Also, I have started and successfully sold over six businesses. Each business I had no previous experience in. Practicing transformational conversations that make a difference has helped me succeed in areas where I had no training. Also, with my wisdom and experience, I will help you deal with difficult situations you will deal with throughout your life. You will walk away with clarity, freedom, and power. You will have some practical tools to successfully deal with the areas you are now struggling with, regardless of how difficult the situation is. With this experience, my intention is to cause you to be curious, excited, thought-provoked, to cause you to alter your thinking, alter your thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise. And living from that altered view, create a new future for yourself, a new future that was not going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. Are you currently taking effective actions that will move you forward to fulfill your dreams? Are you excited about your life? This podcast will inspire you to start taking new actions today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or maybe you are resigned that you could never make them happen. Regardless of your age, young or old, regardless of your circumstances, you will be motivated and inspired to take one step at a time and turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. You could always create solutions. Would you like clarity, freedom, and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having clarity, freedom, and power. When our circumstances are ugh, this podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? What would it take for you to get unstuck and then thrive? What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? Well, I love being in that inquiry. I think asking that question ongoingly, daily, sometimes more than once a day, it gives you freedom and then you can start taking 
new actions on that freedom. You don't get stuck with it has to be a particular way. And I'm not saying we can't have our rituals and certain things done a particular way, but don't be attached to things being a particular way because then we get limited. Today, I want to share on some limiting beliefs because I believe our limiting beliefs hold us back. What I I want to share is uh, today, we're just going to go over some things that don't sweat the small stuff and to look at what is your intention. I just recently, I'm going to share on that. I'm in the middle of moving and am in Vancouver, moving to Langley. And I, I have several weeks where I have to, I'm here for another week. And then I, I have to find another place for about another eight to 10 days before I can move into my new place. And it'll save me $1,300 doing this. And so I've decided that that would be a wise move on my... We we have an intention of things going a certain way and then things happen. And yesterday I had, I planned it all out. Friday night, I planned it all out for Saturday to be Saturday, the main moving day for all my stuff and storage. My stuff has been in storage for five years. I've been patiently waiting to get my own place. Now I have it. I had lined up my two son-in-laws and two good male friends to that we would get my stuff out of storage and shell whack and bring it back. Everything was going lickety-boo and I get I was gonna get up at six and I get this phone call at quarter to five. My daughter's frantic and I hardly can understand her. She's so excited, upset. She asked if I can get driver to the ferry and like my brain's like well what time is it she's scored to five is it you just won't be out of a dead sleep by moving today can you give me five minutes and I'll call you back yeah sure <laughs> and lucky I'm one of those people that wake up and within minutes can figure things out I decided that I could handle that be in means I had to go to Langley twice like drive to Langley from Vancouver, pick my daughter up, get her to the ferries, and then drive back to Langley to pick up my rental truck. But thought, oh, I could do it. It's going to be tight, but I could do it. I, I speedily got ready, and at, lucky I'm very organized. The night before, I had organized a bunch of stuff, so I threw on breakfast, put a bunch of fruit together, boiled some eggs, made some tea, brought it with me. I knew my daughter probably, <laughs> and lucky I hadn't because she hadn't eaten either. Found my daughter, and uh, get her to the ferry. She wants me to give the key to her husband so that he can get the car fixed, blah, blah, blah. And as I'm leaving the ferry terminal, I just get around the corner and realize she hasn't given me the car key. So I have to, tur- God was with me the whole time. I, I'd stay calm. My intention was, well, where I'll start is, uh, what I want to talk about is intentions. When we have moments we can create intention. So my intention for the day was to be peaceful, calm, and get the job done. Whatever came my way, right? I was moving and then this occurred with my daughters. I just get leaving the terminal and realize she hasn't given me the key. So God was with me and I was able to turn around without getting into trouble with the traffic and park, run in, uh, I kept calling her. She wasn't answering the phone. Finally, she answered the phone, got the key, and I made it back to Langley to the truck rental for five to eight. So I was like really proud of myself. I get this text at my son-in-law, who's my one son-in-law lives in Langley. The other one's in Chilliwack. That he, it, the fellow that was going to come with me to the truck rental and drive the truck, he's running an hour behind. Fortunately for me, I have a book. 
I have, uh, but I have to text because there's, I'm waiting for my other son-in-law in Chilliwack, two friends, and my former husband is delivering something to the truck so I can take it all. He's got a mattress from my daughter. So I have to text them all and say, hey, I'm we're running behind. Fine, my son-in-law shows, we rent the truck, we go. And in the meantime, while I'm waiting, I get all the paperwork done except one thing he has to give his license. We get to Chilliwack and I forget my keys to the lock. Ah, so <laughs> I was so annoyed. I thought, well, they're just going to have to cut it. So they want 20 bucks to cut it. All right. I pay the 20 bucks. It's like, my intention is to be peaceful and calm, get the job done. So <laughs> I just pay the 20 bucks. And they do it within seconds. Like, they cut it within seconds. It's like, anyways, without me realizing it, I'm looking at some stuff. And my son-in-law is meaning to be helpful who aren't experienced movers jump in the van. They start lo it's loading it. And it's... A quarter load I look I go you guys the furniture is going to get scratched and the breakables are going to get broken you got to take all that out and let me instruct you on how to do it so that nothing gets broken and nothing gets get scratched and I make a joke about like you know I'm not a bitchy mother-in-law I'll tell you if you scratch my furniture and break my goods you won't want to be around me and they all laugh and everybody laughs and then they let me organize it and they, and they do what I ask so it's great oh, everything went smoothly it was just great like it, we couldn't believe how everything fit we hardly had to use blankets or anything to protect the furniture we're all ready to leave I hop in the truck with the two friends and my son-in-law's off and my other son-in-law he loaded, but then he, he said he probably couldn't help us because he was going to go to Langley and get the, my daughter's car fixed. So I said, okay, fine. I'm just going to go to the washroom. And as I come out of the washroom, one of the attendants at the storage place says, oh, the person that was driving the truck hit a pole and did some damage. And I went, what? I'm like, right away, I'm like, oh. And then the girl said, yeah, you're going to have to pay the damage. And I'm like, oh, my God. I go back out to my friends and say, can you come in and witness whatever my son-in-law had done? He's gone, gone now. And so I take a, a look, and they're saying he did some damage to the roof and I don't get the truck was high enough to hit the roof like really even my friends question it I can see you know that he the pole there was a little pole there and he you know bent it a little I said well what are we talking like what kind of damage and she said well I'm not sure I'll have to call the boss I could probably fix it it wouldn't take very much to fix it, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay. And it's like, why get upset? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was worried about, what I was left worried about was having no idea what they were going to charge me. And that I said, please do not use my charge card without calling me and letting me know what, what you are going to charge me. Because apparently they didn't worry about the pole, but the gut, there was a gutter on the roof of the building that they said the truck hit and damaged she said she could straighten that out when with her hand like it wasn't a big deal I thought okay let's just trust the universe it's not going to be terribly expensive pray that the rental truck is not damaged because then I'd have to pay damage to the rental truck but I have to let it all go well I choose to let it all go I mean I'm powerless until I see the truck 
And in the meantime, my friends want to stop at their house in Chilliwack for something. And then I realized that they're coming in the house and they're going to eat. I'm waiting for them to eat. And my son-in-law calls me Langley and says, uh, when are you getting here? And I said, well, we're going to be about an hour. We're just getting ready to leave now. And he said, great. And I thought, I'm not going to tell him on the phone that, that um, they're going to charge me because he'd be upset. So we leave, we get there. Unfortunately, the truck had no damage on it whatsoever. None. I thought, well, and then the uh, rental people called me and said they want a hundred bucks, which I think is like, okay, but I just agree. Okay. <laughs> well, first of all, I said, well, let me, let me think on it and I'll call you back. And I talked to the guys and they said, yeah, it isn't worth a hassle so I call her back and say okay yeah I'll pay the hundred bucks. We get to Langley and fortunately there's nothing wrong with the truck like the you know and when I, we told my son-in-law what she had said he said no no I just hit the pole a little it didn't do any damage and I didn't hit the roof I just had to accept his version her version and pay the hundred without fighting and and I know I won't get into trouble with the truck because there wasn't a mark on the truck. So let that go. Uh, we get, uh, we, we unload and get things organized, which is great. Then my son-in-law wants to leave early and pick up my other daughter. So I said, okay. I asked the guys to stay. They had promised to put my barbecue together. It was brand new in a box. So I take off, get the truck handled, get back. The guys have never put a barbecue together. They're awesome guys. And they sped four and a half hours getting this barbecue together and the instructions they had to take it apart three or four times and, and the instructions told them one thing and it really wasn't true so but they were so patient and we were laughing and joking and in the meantime there's things that I bought five years ago thinking that when I was going through my divorce I would end up moving into my own place within six months and it took five years so I had all these brand new things that I bought in there was Sears clearance like plates and bowls and pots and pans and whatnot. So it's like cool, I get to unpack all this stuff, wash it all, put it away, unpack a few more things. And in four and a half hours, I got a lot accomplished. They finished the barbecue. They were really proud of themselves. I told them they should be. And so I offered to treat them for dinner. And it was an expense I wasn't expecting, but it was like, what the hey. I was planning to be home by six at night. By the time I got home, it was midnight, you know, but we left the house a little after nine just to go grab something to eat, spend a couple hours conipsing and talking and laughing. And, and, um, and, and it was a pleasant way, even though I was tired, it was like really nice to spend that time with, with people that love you and, uh, want to support you and help you and and the whole time when I look at the day because I created an intention no matter what happened we we have no control over the circumstances like I had planned Friday night the move was going to go smoothly I was going to get up at six leave the house at seven blah 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 and then I get this call from my daughter and I just had it all work my intention was to be peaceful calm and get the job done one of the quick action plans that I invite you to do for any day, and I, I create an intention every day, but in particular, I, this day I created an intention of, of what I was up to, but create an intention, a way of being that would be supportive in a situation or your day. Just create it. And then ask yourself these questions. 
in this moment, am I being my intention? And regardless of the circumstances, how would I need to be to experience this intention? What actions would someone being calm, peaceful, and get the job done take right now? You know, get a piece of paper and look at that. What are the quick action plans? You know, and if you aren't being your intention, stop, breathe, and look right now. What action could you take right now? And then notice that you may have some habitual patterns that keep limiting you and keep getting in the way. What are they? What new action could you take in this moment right now that could alter it? Or it's so that you could come from your intention or start a new intention right in that moment that would inspire you and alter for the better. <laughs> in closing, we're exploring how you get unstuck and thrive regardless of your age or regardless of your circumstances. Where are you being, where are you being right about something or something should be a particular way and where are you stuck? Can you distinguish a limiting barrier you have? What new action could you take right now that could make a difference? One question to ask yourself is, what are you committed to in this situation? Okay, get a piece of paper and write down one or two actions that you habitually do that keep you stuck. Is that habit limiting you? <laughs> if you take a new action from asking yourself, what am I committed to here? What then could become available? Are you willing to risk taking a new effective action? Are you willing to create a new effective habit? Well, what did you see here? What's one new action you're taking away from listening to this podcast? Get a piece of paper and write that down. What did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it in number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Would you like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you and hear about one area you are stuck in. What conversations are you having that is limiting you? I'll give you an amazing tip. If you take the coaching, it will move you forward. I will call people who let me know they left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes, Google Plus, Stitcher. Just act fast. Just hit the button. Subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. Thanks for listening. Keep thriving and let's get you unstuck today. Thank you for listening to Thriving at 60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thriving at 60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thriving at 60.com. Oh, yeah.